morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to Spooky. I'm talking waffles. I'm your host, Ileana. So, as you are aware, or if you are not aware, you will now be aware that it is officially October, which means that spooky season has officially begun. So, if you follow any of the I'm talking waffles social media, you'll notice that everything has been changed to represent the season as well as like the theme song and like the little intro. So that's for this month, we're going to have a little spooky aspect to the things that we talk about. And we're going to incorporate some spooky stories from people um, across the world. So that's going to be super fun. And I'm really pumped about it. So I'm hoping that you like the spooky season as much as I like the spooky season. So yeah, that's our new update for that. Regarding my gym rivals which of course are our main topic of conversation they are doing well i see them the same time every day so there's headphones who always wears headphones and she's very consistent about being there and then on my way out there's the lululemon treadmill girl who comes in and uses the treadmill and she's also a rival because again she wears lululemon and so do i and then headphones is my rival because she always uses the elliptical next to me and so obviously that makes her a rival. So yeah, I like my rivals. I'm happy that they're very consistent as well because I see that I'm like, yeah, like all pumped up, ready to go. Last night, I also went to a NHL hockey game, which was really interesting. I've been once before for school. So this is the second time I ever went and it was actually because my boss gave me tickets to go with my boyfriend and that was super nice and I'm super thankful for it. So We went out and the journey to get there was quite extravagant because the hockey arena is like 30, 20, 30 minutes by car or an hour and a half by bus. And we didn't really want to pay like a $50 Uber and then another $50 to get back. So we decided, okay, let's go on a bus adventure. So we're getting ready to go. And I'm like, okay, I have my card. And he's like, yep, got my card too. And so we go off walking through the beautiful downtown admiring the orange and the red trees trying to avoid all the scary people because there's like this really sketchy park right where the bus stop that we like the bus we were taking was so that was pretty creepy which kind of ties into spooky season of course creepiness everywhere right and so we're standing there just kind of chilling and then the bus comes and we're like woohoo let's get on the bus and I go to use my card and I guess I haven't reloaded in a while because it's like not enough funds on your like bus card and I'm like oh no and the driver's like oh no it's okay like just come on on and I'm like nice okay thank you so I'm like okay so we go on the bus and we're sitting there and just kind of enjoying it originally we would have taken the train but it actually derailed like last week so um yeah the trains are not running right now because of that derailment and so it made our trip a little bit longer because usually we could take the train and we would get there pretty fast and then we would just take a bus to get to the arena but there is no train so the bus was a little bit longer and so we're like just enjoying the time there together and then we get off the bus and then we're like okay let's go take another bus and so we take another bus and then it goes on the highway and something about high buses on highways is always like so strange to me I'm not really sure why but I'm just like whoa like this is interesting. And then this bus drops us off and we were going to go on a third bus, but it didn't seem to be showing up. And we're like, hmm, I wonder where our bus is. Like, we're already late to the game because <laughs> it's so far away. And we're like, okay, just kind of 
kind of waiting. And then the bus shows up and we're like, woohoo. And we get on and we realize we got on the wrong bus and we're like, oh no. So we immediately get off the bus and we're like, okay, how long does it take to walk there from where we are? And it's like a 40 minute walk. And we're like, uh, okay, let's figure this out. And so we decided to Uber the rest of the way because it was only like $8 from where we were to get to the arena. And we're like, woohoo. So we get there and we have to show like the proof of vaccination and stuff. No problem. And the most embarrassing thing is, okay, I have a group chat with my sisters in BC and the chat's called like sexy BC babes. <laughs> um, and so while I'm showing like this guy, my proof of vaccination on my phone, there's like notifications from sexy BC babes flashing all over the screen. And my sister was talking about how she wanted to eat her cat, Gojo, which is a beautiful, beautiful boy and I I can't believe I didn't mention him in my Vancouver ventures but basically my oldest sister has a beautiful beautiful baby cat a kitten and it's named Gojo and is the softest cat in the whole entire world like he gets softer every time you touch him and he's so cute and he really likes this one blanket and he's always like kneading the blanket and he's like he's just so cute and I love him um so my sister little sister was talking about how he's just so cute and she has cute aggression against him and like she just wants to eat him and like because he's just so cute and her name in that chat is like oh yes yummy bc babe or something um yeah so that's that and so we show the proof of vaccination and the guy was just like um and then he was like oh your purse has a chain and we're not you can't have a chain in the like hockey arena and i'm like oh so we need to figure out what to do so we take the chain off my purse and my boyfriend and I like walk out of the area find a random rock put the chain of my purse under the rock and then go back and we're allowed in and then we got to enjoy the game and it was super cool the local team of my city won seven to two so that was pretty cool I liked watching them win so much because like that's good <laughs> I don't really have like a favorite hockey team or anything like I'm not too well versed in that but it was cool to watch them win so often so I liked that which is really cool and the whole like get like the whole setup everything about it was just such a good experience and I had a lot of fun and so my boyfriend knows hockey because he's played hockey so he's able to explain like some of the moves that they're doing and that kind of stuff so I wasn't just like staring at people skating around not knowing what was happening for the most part so it was fun I had a lot of fun and I'm really thankful that I got to have that experience so yeah that's a little bit longer of an intro here today but I just wanted to throw that fun little story in there before we get on to the spooky stuff so let's talk about Harold so Harold Harold is the name of the ghost that my family had decided upon so the house that I grew up in was like over a hundred years old and so of course that means this ghost right and more often than not we all decided collectively somehow that this ghost name is Harold and he was always up to trouble like he'd always throw things at us he would like pull our blankets off like he would make things really cold he would make our stuff disappear like we legit had like this ghost like honestly I, I don't even know like if I'm joking half the time about this or not because I remember clearly that there was like a legit ghost or something in that house and 
the strange part is that everybody else also agreed that there was a ghost in the house. So yeah, some of the things that Harold did were very interesting. I remember on the third floor, I had like a friend over and we heard like chains. Like she and I both heard chains. She's like, are those chains? I'm like, okay, I hear that too. And it literally sounded like chains being like whipped and like shackled across like the ground or whatever being dragged and it was super creepy. So we go up to the third floor and there's nothing there. There's no people there. There's no pets there, like nothing. We're like, that is super creepy. So we left. That we like when we went on a walk somewhere else because the house was creepy. Harold also, like I mentioned, Harold loved to throw things. My youngest sister, sometimes you just hear her go, Harold, no, because he'd just be throwing stuff at her or like stuff would just start falling around and like landing. She's just like, Harold, stop it. Harold, no. Um, and it was really strange because Harold was really, really, really active, like for like this one to two years, maybe. Um, but he kind of stopped being so active after everybody moved out. So maybe he was just a troublemaker. He's kind of like uh, Peeves in Harry Potter. That's who he reminded me of. Um, and that, like Harold, what a character Harold was. I wonder what he's up to. I feel like Harold still does some antics in the house, but the only people there are like who we call the oldies. So like the older parents and stuff. And like my little brother and my older brother and it's about it so they probably don't even notice if Harold does anything but Harold also loved to make things really 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 cold so you'd walk through somewhere and you're like okay that's really cold like I definitely just walked through Harold and yeah it's really weird to have like a ghost in your house especially like my grandma had said before that she saw and like heard people talking like outside and like saw some people outside and then like she said they were like feathery or like not like feathery but like you know like the option on Photoshop, you can make something feathery. So it's not actually feathers, but yeah, basically that's what the people look like. They were like very translucent and like ghosty. And she was like, I just saw some people. My grandma always called them angels, but I think they were ghosts for sure. Ghosts. We actually had um, a priest come into our house once to like throw holy water in a bunch of the rooms because um, my family was convinced that they were like, Harold was messing up the Wi-Fi and stuff. And so we had a priest come in and he just started like blessing every single room, throwing the holy water around and then he left. But that didn't stop Harold. Harold, I guess he's immune to holy water or something. I don't know. But Harold is amazing. And I don't just say this because I'm scared of him. No, no, no. Harold was an iconic member of our family. There are some things too. I mentioned in my sleep paralysis episode about like being like sat on or like having my blankets pulled or whatever. I used to think that was Harold as well. And who knows, maybe it wasn't sleep paralysis and it was actually Harold. Cause I remember clearly, like I can't even remember if this was a dream or not, but I swear that I had like this one like sleep paralysis or if it was Harold or if it was a dream. But I remember being like picked up and like spun around in my room, but like in a fun way somehow, like I don't even know how to explain it, but like, you know how like a fan goes like around and around and around? That was me, but I'm just like, wee! Um, I'm pretty sure it was a dream, but I'm gonna blame Harold either way. Another great thing about having a ghost in your house actually, is that you can just blame him for everything. So it's like, oh, something's missing? It was Harold. You wanna eat somebody's snack? Oh, don't worry, Harold ate it, it wasn't me. Like, things break, mm, that was Harold. Obviously, if things go missing, it's always Harold. People are being loud. No, no, no. It's just Harold. 
Like it's always, always Harold. So a lot of the times if people are like, oh, I have a ghost in my house, like I'm scared, like it's gonna kill me. No, 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 it's okay. Just put the blame on Harold and you'll be good. Just get away with it because everybody knows Harold. Another thing, it's not really related to Harold, but when I was 10, I watched my first ever horror movie and it was The Rin. And my goodness, that movie like messed me up for like eight years or something. Like I was so scared of that movie. And then I also watched The Sixth Scent um, within like the same couple of, I think like within 24 hours of each other. And that's a story for a different day. I'm going to talk about my main character test at a different point. But I watched those two horror movies and I got, oh, Insidious, sorry, was also another movie that I watched. I watched those three movies and I was like so, so freaked out. And they like haunted me like, okay, honestly, Insidious still haunts me to this day. (laughs) But the other two movies haunted me for like eight years. And so imagine like you're super scared of these movies you just watched. And then a couple years later, you're starting to be like, okay, like they're just movies. Like I'm fine. And then Harold shows up and you're like, come on, Harold. Like luckily he wasn't like a possessed ghost. He was like a poltergeist. So we're fine. But that freaked me out so much that... I didn't even want to have like dreams anymore because of Insidious and like how the kid's like body, like he would come out of his body and the demon could go in there. I'm like, ah, no, thank you. But yeah, so that's the story of my ghost. So now I really wanted to share stories of other people's ghosts, which more often than not, Harold was really nice for a ghost compared to some of the other ghosts that people have. So let's, let's talk about these other people's ghosts. So here's a creepy one. This is submitted by a person and their story starts with, I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities like making s'mores, having a few drinks, and of course telling stories. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we heard a little girl and decided to search the area, and we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsite, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field, making the noises. We all agreed that this thing looked maybe 6 feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continue to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Ah, that's creepy. Okay. Yeah, that gave me chills. I didn't like that. That was scary. Here's another creepy story. This person says, I was driving across country with my mom and sister when I was 16, and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were all well-rested, still, and alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us, with two young men standing still outside of it. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and never have been afraid of them. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work and they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us and the two men had not moved at all, not even an inch. They weren't talking, they weren't on their phones, they were just standing there, still as stone. 
My mom and sister came running back into the car and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. And I swear we all saw the same thing. They had dark eyes, pitch black, empty, truly empty, not black, not reflecting any light, just all a void. We sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience, we couldn't find that place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map we had. We even asked the locals about the creepy gas station out on that stretch of the road and only got confused looks. We've traveled on the interstate ever since and there's no rest stop. Ah, okay. See, when I was like, I'm going to share like these ghost stories because I'm sharing my ghost story about like nice old Harold. I didn't realize that I'm going to freak myself out doing this. So I hope you appreciate (laughs) this and what's happening. So to spare myself the goosebumps, we're going to share one more story. And then (laughs) then that's it for the day because I'm scaring myself a lot actually reading these to you. So this person says, When I was 37, I went to my high school reunion. I flew into the nearest airport and rented a car. The distance was about 35 miles through a very rural and almost abandoned part of the country. About three miles outside of the town, I see someone on the side of the road, flagging me down. It turned out it was one of the guys I attended school with, Jim, of course not his name, gets in the car and we start talking. I'd not seen him in 20 years, but he still looked the same, maybe a little older. We get to town and I ask him if he wants to come to VF. W. I'm not really sure what that is. And have a drink. He says, no, just take me home. Jim's parents had lived only a few blocks from my grandmother's house and I turned in that direction, but he said to take me, take him to the outskirts of town. There was a mobile home park out there and I figured that this is where he lived. When he reached the end of the turn, he just said, just drop me off here. It was good to see you again. And he walks off into the night. I go to the VFW, met some old classmates, We start to talk and we're talking about who's coming to the reunion. I mentioned that I picked up Jim up three miles east of town and had dropped him off. Everybody gets quiet. Even the guy sitting karaoke stops and lays down the mic. My my cousin goes white as a new t-shirt. Barb, Jim died on that curve eight years ago. Rolled his car. We were all at his funeral. I was told. I started to feel really dizzy and went out to my car to take some deep breaths. There on a seat is the local newspaper printed eight years previous, containing Jim's obituary. I still have the paper. Ah, okay. Ah, my legs feel scary. (laughs) See, I I don't know. Scary stories, even though like maybe to you, these aren't scary. These freak me out so much. Like my legs are all like goosebumpy in my back. And yeah, so I'm scared. I scared myself for your entertainment. And I I hope you, you enjoyed that. See, compared to these stories, like Harold is so nice. We're lucky that we had a nice goat, a nice ghost, not one that wanted to like kill us or anything like that. I don't think Harold ever wanted to kill us. I think he just wanted to cause trouble. And I mean, nothing wrong with that. I don't know what happened to Harold though. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know where Harold went. So yeah, with that, it is now time for everybody's favorite part of the show. That's right. It's the fun fact of the day. So today's fun fact is dun da da. Candy corn was originally called chicken feed. Though many may argue that candy corn tastes like chicken feed, that's not actually how it got its original name. Created in the 1880s by George Renninger, it was sold to the masses by, I'm going to mispronounce this whole thing, Golitz Confectionery Company, now Jelly Bean Co., at the turn of the century. 
Because corn is what was used to feed chickens, the creation was called chicken feed and the box was marked with a colorful rooster. Now, candy corn is, I think it's a pretty con controversial topic because people either uh, like they love it or they hate it. I honestly love it. So I don't think it tastes like chicken feed. I think it tastes amazing. So with that, I bid you a great rest of your morning, great rest of your evening, great rest of your night, great rest of your apocalypse, and of course, great rest of spooky season. I hope that these scary stories that others shared don't spook you as much as they spook me. Actually, I kind of hope that they spook you because that's the whole point of spooky season, isn't it? And I hope that you are happy you got to learn about Harold. Hopefully Harold doesn't like come haunt me here though. <laughs> he can stay, stay in my, like the house I grew up in. That's where he belongs. Okay. Bye.